Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pre-Med Perspective. It's Friday, guys. You know what that means? It's another episode. Kind of blows my mind how we've been doing this for five months straight. Like, Ambika, how have we thought of 20 different podcast topics? And Dude, I don't know. It feels like we just started. I feel like we've done five in my mind. But like, I don't know, dude. Even with school, like, I don't know how we're doing this. I don't either, but it's all thanks to your guys' support and encouragement that, you know, even when times get Our tough, fans. Oh, our, like, two fans. <laughs> <laughs> that that we feel the need to put out these podcasts. And I just think it's every week when you sit down to film these podcasts. I know it's not every week that I'm in it, but when I do, it just, it revitalizes you to become a physician again, right? It's like, it reminds you what we're in it for, or reminds you of the support system you have around you. And speaking of that, I always tell people, I mean, people who are in between like medicine or law and business or whatever you're in between, I'm always like, just go shadow, right? Like when yeah, you- Yeah, job go, experience is so important no matter what you pick. Yeah, and experience wise too, but when you go and shadow a physician, it's just like, wow, like, wow, what a moment, right? Because you're like, right now, I'm like grinding orgo, I hate my life a little bit. But in about 15 to 20 years, like, this is where my life could be. And it gives you that extra push. So that's what we're here to talk about today, shadowing. And you know, I know last week, Vigi and Isha talked about more in the lab, what goes down. Today, um, Ambika and I are going to talk about in a clinical setting, what really goes on. And Ambika and I do have um, for our age, I would like to say pretty extensive experience in a clinic, um, which I think we've talked about it before with many other guests, but clinical experience is one of the most important things when applying to med schools. Uh, actually knowing that this is what you want to do after seeing it in person. So um, Ambika, give me a little bit of your background on shadowing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I feel like like all of us, we've all known we've wanted to be doctors for a while, but you know, that's just something like little kids say, like you don't really know what it means. So in high school, I decided to shadow a physician just because I, you know, like I kept saying that, but I really didn't know exactly what went down in the clinic. I just knew it from like my perspective, getting my annual appointment every year. I didn't know what goes on beyond the scene, behind the scenes. So I shadowed an internist for like over a year, actually, or almost two years. I religiously shadowed that. So like I learned so much about how a business works and I feel like that's valuable life information that they don't really teach you in med school I know like people do dual degrees with med like an MDDO or an MBA and you kind of learn into it but I feel like this is real experience that you just get by going there so I learned how like there's so many different things that go into running a clinic than just the doctor showing up there's like a bunch of um things you need to buy, people you have to employ. So that's something I definitely picked up. And I think my, the first shadow experience, what it really gave me was it kind of showed me that I don't really want to go into primary care. Like I respected it so much, but I really couldn't see myself doing that, which I think is really important because I think people assume shadowing is just to like, oh, imagine yourself there. But I think it's important for you not to imagine yourself there so you can rule something out. No, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Um, I think more than imagine yourself there. I mean, it, it opens up the idea of possibilities of different types of careers. And just like you, I have extensively shadowed internists. I know we were both kind of did MA medical assistant type roles like informally, but the thing is, I mean, I've shadowed oncologists, rheumatologists, um, neurologists, all these different types of professions. But at the end of the day, I think what all these lessons taught me is like, 
whether it be primary care, whether it be whatever, right? It comes down to the patient. And I think through so many of these different opportunities, I think Ambika can agree with me. It really tells you why you, it, it shows you why you're in it. And I think like, why do you really want to become a doctor is one of the most important questions you need to be able to answer. And I think the thing that comes with that is you're going to have to write essays. You're going to have to do interviews. You're going to have to give, you know, elevator pitches at some point of to people about why you want to be a doctor, why you want to go to med school. And there are millions I don't know. Are there millions of applicants? Whatever. There's a There's ton a lot. Of Let's just say that. There's a lot. There's a ton of applicants. And for you to say, oh, I want to help people isn't enough. And I think through shadowing and even some volunteering experiences, I've been able to take away some really specific cases and some really specific moments that have transformed my view of medicine. And I think this is really what helped me um, get into my direct med program, really being able to, you know, at one point, I had all this experience, but I couldn't translate it into words. I think that's also an important skill that I've learned to inculcate over the years is really when you are shadowing, you know, taking those experiences, really paying attention to them, um, really trying to understand what is going on, remembering them, um, reflecting back on what sticks with you, and being able to uniquely um, encompass your perspective, I think really helps you out in um, any sort of an admissions process. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think we both would agree on the fact that shadowing is more about finding yourself in the profession and like what you learn. But from a practical aspect, it really does look good on your resume too. It shows direct meds or med schools that you're really passionate about being a doctor. And I've when I've sought like counseling about um, people reviewing my applications for like various direct meds, they all said it's really nice to see a student who shadowed various um, specialties because it really shows your passion for the field in general. Absolutely. Um, I know that a lot of people are a little bit like, especially in high school, I think, like Ampika said, it like sets you apart a lot to have shadowed in high school. A lot of high school kids don't shadow. It's, I mean, amongst the kids who go to direct meds, it's obviously very common. But for most yeah. undergrad applicants, a lot of people haven't shadowed. So it really sets you apart. Yeah. And I think like I said, it obviously does bolster your resume, but unless you're able to really speak about it um, and put what you've experienced into meaningful words, it's not going to get you that full way. So yeah, like Ambika said, it fulfills a huge check mark, but be able and make sure that you're in the moment really knowing what's going on so you can, you know, translate those experiences. Um, a lot of you might be overwhelmed, especially the high school listeners, and be like, all right, like, how do I go about getting myself a shadowing position. Um, and I think you can go two different ways with it. I think using personal connections is always great. Um, you know, reaching out to your friends, family, neighbor, being like, hey, like, I really want to get into this field. Can I please have a look around, you know, so-and-so's office? Um, I'll literally do anything. I'll come around for you know, whether it be a day, whether it be a couple days, whether it be, you know, you fix the schedule, any sort of um, frequency is great. Um, the second way to go about it is literally just asking your primary care physician. Um, I know a lot of primary care physicians and pediatricians always have their patients end up shadowing them, uh, the little bit younger ones. So definitely if you go to your next annual visit, um, you know, like I'm really interested in becoming a doctor, I am 100% positive um, your, your physician will either say yes or point you to some resources to get you some more exposure. Um, and, you know, these are the two ways that I think are most successful. And the third way, really, I would just 
go ahead and contact a vast majority of doctors within your area. Um, actually, I think it's best when you, you know, set up a Zoom call or a phone call with them and be like, hey, I actually like want to learn a little bit more about the field, why you chose to go into the field. I wouldn't right off the bat ask about shadowing. And, you know, once you get into the conversation with them, you should, I mean, say something along the lines of, oh, what you do sounds great. I have similar interests. Do you think I could shadow you and go from there? So those are the kind of three options that I think work best for this. Ambika, what do you think? Yeah, I think those are the best options, especially for high school students. But I'm sure we both know from personal experience that the connections in high school are really um, what's going to get you that shadowing opportunity. I mean, it doesn't have to be someone in your family or your direct friends, but I'm sure everybody knows someone who knows someone who is a doctor and can point you in the right direction. Because I found that sometimes when you contact a doctor's office, you know how there's a lot of levels to it. You always reach the receptionist and they're they're not going to always pass the message along to the doctor. It's very hard to get into direct contact with the doctor. I mean, we're resilient. I'm sure we're all like ready to keep contacting, but it gets very difficult. So also, lastly, another tip I have, this probably applies to college students more, but I mean, I mean, we're in the direct med and the director always sends out shadowing lists and there's a lot of clubs in college. I know like there's probably pre-med club. You can ask for a shadowing list of doctors in the area. And those doctors are like vetted by the school that, and these doctors have expressed an interest in like having students in the, clinic so that's a really great opportunity that's a really amazing point actually that I didn't even think of um is whenever you are going to these pre-med events um I'm sure you guys have gone to a million and ten speaker series at your school um they probably have one at least once a week um the doctors who are coming are clearly like Ambika said vested in the future health professionals so definitely if they don't offer shadowing be like hey loved your talk would love to get to know you can I shadow you and I and I'm sure um, they would be elated to see your interest. So, I mean, I think we've made it pretty clear that shadowing is a pretty essential part of the process. And I mean, I, I, I think if you're shooting for the direct meds, especially like you have to do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, there's really no way around it. There's really to, no way know. around it. Um, I'm sure there's people who have gotten in without it, but I would say 90, like a hundred percent of the applicants I've talked to, um, did have that aspect and it tremendous and and you'll be asked about it um in interviews and essays and uh, things like that but just to pivot a little bit um you know we have worked in you know the clinical setting to just observe but we've also helped out around a couple clinics here and there um i I think it's really interesting to talk about the position of a medical assistant um do you want to talk a little bit more about that yeah so actually um I think to do this position, you have to have a little bit more experience because the doctor is not just going to want you in the office doing things with the patients. You know, it's a big liability issue. But after my senior year of high school, I was accepted into the direct med. One of the doctors I knew actually needed some help around the office. So I would do a, like a bunch of stuff. I was like the all around girl. I would do the reception stuff. So I learned a lot about the medical software system that they used to chart. I also took patient weights. I learned how to do blood pressure. I actually did an EKG once. I had to get a little yeah. training and some wiki how. And I, lit- I did my own EKG that was put into the chart. So that's something that... um really taught me so much and like it really affirmed my passion for medicine like I went home excited every night telling my family how I felt like a real doctor but like I said earlier I'm sure you need a little bit more experience and maturity to do that I don't think a doctor would just give it to a 15 year old but the way to build yourself up like Lassie and I did was start shadowing young gain a lot of experience that a doctor actually would ask you to do this position for them 
No, absolutely. And I think, I mean, what, I mean, in my experience, it was like taking height and weight and checking them in, doing filing paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I think these experiences are, you need to be certified in some areas to do it. I think in Michigan, they said you can go to a course and get a little certification or, um, you you can like some doctors will train you on the spot but i wouldn't worry too much about that i think it's something cool after you shadowed you know for like maybe a couple weeks you you you've built up a good momentum with the doctor physician whatever you want to call them um you can you can go ahead and ask these questions um but i i wouldn't storm into an office be like hey like i want to be a medical assistant spot dog (laughs) like i wouldn't do that um yeah no i think that's important last year because like, as you know, the definition of shadow, you kind of have to be like a fly on the wall. Your job is to just observe the doctor and how they interact with patients. I think it's really important that we don't bother to the doctors when they're there. You know, their main focus isn't you. Like, that's not why they went to work today is to, like, teach you. It's, like, a really nice added benefit, but I think we always need to remember to be respectful, and it's good, great to ask questions, but you kind of need to be um, letting them do their job and not bother them too much. Yeah, I like how you brought up, like, patient... Um like shadowing physician etiquette that I think it's really important to realize like you said you have to be a fly on the wall when you're in the direct room with them um make sure you're not asking questions during the session um definitely not during the visit because if you think about it the doctor's on a strict schedule the patient wants to get out of there as soon as he or she can um and as curious as you may be it's like disrespectful to their time almost for you to go in there and like be messing with their appointment so if you do have any questions i know if a doctor is letting you shadow maybe take a notebook something don't open your phone obviously write down your question yeah, and do not take your phone out <laughs> do not take your phone out there's so many hipaa violations against that but um anyway i mean you can debrief and definitely ask the doctor questions at the end but i also think a certain point is when you are shadowing like you're not a physician with 20 years of practice you aren't gonna know everything and i think it'd be so annoying to shadow a physician and be like, oh my God, please explain every single step of this process, like in this, their diagnosis and their treatment and their symptoms, like, like let it go. Um, pick up on what you can. Don't be on the doctor's ass too much. Just simply put, um, you're, yeah, true. you don't want to be too much like in their time. And I'm sure they would want to answer, but just make sure you're being respectful of, you know, everyone's time in, in, in that setting. And I know, um, you know, we, talked about clinical experience as an MA, medical assistant, but I know a lot of doctors are also looking for scribes. Um, so maybe yeah, that's a whole, um, that's a lot of certification you have to do, but that looks amazing on applications. And I heard that it really helps um, when you get to your residency because you know all the terminology already. Yeah. And I think some physicians that I know um, are willing to train on the spot too. Oh, um, I haven't heard that. That's actually really awesome. I've seen like yeah. huge training courses. It's a big commitment, like lots of hours but I think it's definitely worth it no absolutely I've just I've seen a couple of um I I think when you do it in the hospitals it's a lot more like scribe USA and all those big ones if you do it for like this is what I'm saying like it's really 
it's sometimes very overwhelming to do these things in a big hospital setting because you have to start with like the paperwork and you have to get a slew of vaccinations and make sure you get your team. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Seven letters of recommendation and then go to the volunteer coordinator. It's so much, I know. It's so much. It hurts my head thinking about it. I actually- You're low-key right. Like I think I was low-key a scribe. I guess the first time I shot I would take notes sometimes. I guess you could like do low-key stuff like that. The doctor's- Yeah, no, I mean- clinic yeah in the hospital it's a lot more like and even to freaking what was i pushing wheelchairs around the hospital i <laughs> felt like i was applying to med school like and me getting on my hands and knees scrubbing the floor in the hospice center like it's ridiculous i get it it's like you're dealing with life and death situations sometimes so it has to be very professional and i'm very grateful for my experiences in the hospital like sitting but i do think just to wrap up our talk, um, leveraging your connections, um, leveraging your, um, you know, uh, networking skills to be able to kind of like slither your way into one of these clinics, especially as a high schooler, um, and really um, taking any opportunity you can. Like I said, uh, normally in the clinics, uh, physicians are more likely to give you a little bit more attention with a lot less paperwork and applications to do. Um, And I've heard of people, you know, like us working their way up to being an MA, working their way up to being a scribe. And I think it's really great potential to Uh, be able to explore the field of medicine, build your resume, and really equip yourself with the stories and with the passion to keep yourself going through all these difficult orgo physics, all these treacherous classes, and, you know, get your seat in med school and beyond. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thank you, Um, guys. I have a really rough week of studying to go. Send us virtual hugs. All right, guys, stay safe. (laughs) Bye.